leftovers. Or the DMV. Or house cleaning. Or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Check your sheet. Welcome to Once Upon a Sunday Fantasy Football Podcast. It's your host, Josh Kimmel, with your boy, Davey Lehigh. What up? You know, just doing a live Dynasty Draft. Oh, you know I, what? I got to redo that. That was very Kermit. Look, that was like, a, I got a little Patrick Mahomes. We're, keep, we're keeping up it. There. We're keeping what it. up? <laughs> <laughs> hey, and we got a dirtbag on the phone. I'm here. Somewhere. <laughs> Somewhere unknown. Right now, we're all engulfed in a startup Dynasty League auction we don't know what's going on half the league is going psycho we couldn't find anyone we couldn't find Davey for half the day mm-hmm. um but we're here i'm pretty sure he died mm-hmm. well we, well yesterday we were supposed to do the show last night but somebody had a dinner to go to well i had a pool party first quote unquote dinner by the way i saw the picture that one chick's hot and i don't know why i wasn't invited so <laughs> pretty disappointed in that <laughs> what a dirt bag i had jeremy's birthday pool party followed by Parents dinner. Yeah, how was the dinner, man? I mean, we could have recorded the show after. I think you were pretty, pretty wasted from the party. Oh, yeah. I was done. <laughs> so on today's show, we're going to talk about all the rookies that got drafted to the NFL. Like, you know, Lawrence, you ever heard of him? But before we do that, we got some breaking news. Dave, are you okay over there? I'm good. What's going on? Dogs barking? Me? Yeah, I hear some dogs. I don't know where you hear dogs at. There's no dogs here. All right, well, let's get into the news. Good evening. I'm Ron Burgundy, and this is what's happening in your world tonight. That is a disgusting act. I'm afraid I've got some bad news. You know why I'm here. And I got news for you. You like Huey Lewis in the news? Pretty, pretty, pretty good. So Aaron Rodgers wants out of Green Bay. Dave, do you buy this at all? Yeah. Absolutely, I do. He hasn't been happy since last year. Well, to be honest, it's been years now. They haven't ever gotten him uh, any uh, help. And now they drafted his backup. They drafted a bunch of backups last year. They didn't give him any help this year. Yeah, he's pissed. And I don't blame him. They got rid of his boy Kumaro, man. Yeah, I know. I heard about that. Not Jake. You like how he waited till draft day to, like, to notice, like, yeah, I'm out. Like, fuck it. I'm not playing here anymore. Unless the GM's fired, like, I'm done. He pretty much waited till draft time, just like they disrespected him during draft time last year by drafting Jordan Love in the first round. Dude, yeah, that's what they do. The Packers are disrespectful pieces of shit, so I can't believe this. This guy's having a great <laughs> time. He is hosting Jeopardy like a boss. He is banging out Shailene Woodley like a boss. He's going to the Kentucky Derby looking like a boss. Like, <laughs> I, I, why would you come back, right? Yeah, who needs the Packers when you have living a lifestyle like he does? Mm-hmm. Dave, are you literally watching the challenge or something right now? I hear TV in the background. There's no way you can hear that. 
Yes, Dave. There's a way. It's called it's not even up loud. It's. I knew it. I fucking knew I heard something the whole time. It's called my uh, headphones, and it's called sound. Like that's okay. Happens. Well, my my I have my headphones in, so I don't know how you hear it, but it's okay. Go ahead. I turned it down. I didn't. Even th- I couldn't even hear it. I don't know how you heard it. <laughs> I got the ears. Literally, that's why I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, I can't even hear the TV. How did you hear it? I have perfect sound. It's not, it's not challenge night, is it? Well, he has Paramount no. Plus now. Or oh, something okay. The challenge yeah, all stars behind. So, because I because the draft last week, so I have to go back in and watch uh, last week's and this week's. Yeah. <laughs> so is uh so okay, Dave. Are you expecting? Are we expecting Jordan Love to be the starter next year in Green Bay? I'm honestly, I'm trying to get him in every league I can because yes, that's my play. I think it's going to happen. And at worst case, he's only going to be there for this year. So if you're in a superflex dynasty, uh, get Jordan Love now before his price goes through the roof. Nominating Jordan Love. See, Dave traded two thirds for Jordan Love today or yesterday. It was pretty. It's pretty. No, uh, two cool. seconds. Two. Oh, seconds. it was two seconds. I thought it was two thirds. No, two thirds would be cake, but two thirds. It was two eight and two nine. Okay, whatever. So. Speculation, where's Aaron Rodgers going? Davey, where's your top two spots? You don't have it? You come have nothing? Back. Come back to me. We'll come back to him. Dave, what about you? <laughs> I mean, the only rumor so far is Denver and Oakland or Las Vegas. So, I mean, I'd have to go with those two. If I had to pick one, probably Denver. They have more of a need. They have a great – honestly, if they, if they had Rodgers, they're a playoff team for sure. I mean, they have weapons. They got Judy. They got Sutton. They got Fant. They just drafted a running back. They still got Melvin Gordon. Like, that offense is going to be fire if they get him. So, uh, I'd like to see him go to Denver. I think my Judy shares would like to see him go to Denver. Yeah, my Judy, my son, my <laughs> fan, all those shares would. I like to see. I think that Denver took that corner because yeah, they nine. knew they knew they had the Rogers deal done. Apparently, like on June first, that's when the cap space clears, or you can trade him without having a big hit. Yeah, that's the rumor. Yeah. Gotta gotta go back in Benjamin Albright's Twitter and find that one. Oh well. Why don't you do it? <laughs> no, it really is on there. What's on there? Benjamin Albright talking about Aaron Rodgers coming to Denver. Like, yeah, you said it's going to happen. Well, I mean, it was before that this disgruntled thing came out publicly, but he was, yeah, he was mentioning that it was a possibility. Yeah, I mean, everything's a possibility. They, like I said, they would not have passed on Fields, knowing they didn't have the deal already ready, set in stone. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. All right, speaking of... I mean, unless you think field sucks like I do, so it's okay. Yeah, well, whatever. All right, speaking of the draft, we're going to get into the draft. The quarterback's taken. Uh, we're going to go number one on our list, Trevor Lawrence to Jacksonville. Mm. Shocking, right? Yeah. That, that was... I, I didn't see that coming at all. Because <laughs> well, you're <laughs> fucking stupid. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll, read, I'll read my thing, and then you guys can talk about it if you want, because I got a couple experts ready to go. Uh, let's see. Trevor Lawrence, as expected, dot, dot, dot. The Jags snagged Trevor Lawrence to be their franchise quarterback. The man has only lost two games in his entire career. How many, how many regular season, Josh? Zero. He's a born Zero. winner. Born winner. The Jags also reunite Lawrence with Clemson running back Travis Etienne, Travis Etienne, who is a threat to score anytime he's got the ball in his hands. We can talk more about that pick later, though. Uh, they drafted Stanford's uh, tackle Walker Little later in the second round to help Lawrence out by solidifying that O-line where tackle has been the biggest weakness. Don't forget, Lawrence has DJ Shark, Marvin Jones, and LaVisca Chenault ready to catch anything he throws their way, along with James Robinson set to return to the backfield to create that one-two punch with ETN. Dave, you have anything to add to that? I mean, not really. He, I like it. It's a, it's a good pick. 
Everybody's been he's been the pick for three years, so this isn't surprising. No, uh, what about his uh, suit? Suit was pretty trash, right? Yeah, I mean, listen, when you're the number one overall pick, you can do whatever you want. So <laughs> you can wear whatever you want, and look like an idiot. We, we did. He's about up, to be rich. We did bring up that other dude with the sh- with the long hair and the cheetah print suit. Oh, that guy was the best. <laughs> that guy's cheetah suit was awesome, man. Was that his like second cousin? You think, or like his stepbrother? Like, what, what 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 was it? It looked like his conjoined twin that kind of got all the bad traits in life. Like <laughs> he was the one that was like hit with the ugly stick. He had the mutton chop. Oh yeah. He had the glasses. He was like he was like the Danny McBride version of Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> we, we talked about it with Dave, and Dave's like, "I didn't see that. How do you not see that?" Like I was whatever. Yeah, that guy was like the Kid Rock. Yeah, he was. <laughs> he was the Kid Rock. He looked like he should have been in Kid Rock's posse or something. I was like, "What?" Like, I loved him. He had energy, bro. He was good. Yeah, he did. Okay, so number two was the sixteen-year-old. What the fuck's that guy's name? Zach Wilson. Wilson. In classic Jets fashion, they managed to fuck up getting Trevor Lawrence and end up with Zach Wilson. They then traded up to secure tackle Elijah Vera Tucker to help protect Wilson which was sorely needed. The Jets allowed a league-worst pressure rate on the QB last season. Then the Jets helped Wilson even more by drafting Mr. Elijah Moore to go along with the receiving corps that already consists of Corey Davis, Jameson Crowder, and Denzel Mims. Finally, they addressed running back by snagging Michael Carter in the fourth, who's a great pass-catching back, giving Wilson a nice check-down option. Also, just a reminder, Adam Gase is gone, people. He's not there. So Wilson might actually have a chance. Dave, I know that you're high on Wilson. Are you going to take him two in Superflex Leagues? Uh, probably not. I like him though. I think he's, I think he's really good. And, uh, I know he looks like he's like, you know, 13 and could date my daughter, but, uh, the guy can throw the ball through the roof and I really like him. You know, I was watching TLC <laughs> this morning because it's just on in the morning when I wake up, uh, the wife likes to fall asleep to that. He reminds TLC. me of like, yeah, you know, like that show that has like Stepford wives or like the, the you show watch like TR, TRL live. Like, is that what you're talking no, about? TLC, the no, channel. T- TLC, it's like a, oh, a, it's like a women's channel, network kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so like nah, you know, they always have the show where like okay. out daughtered or whatever. They have a show with like a million daughters. And there's this one yeah. guy that came in to like date their daughter and they had to like talk to him. He looks like he'd be on that show. Like a little, like he'd be the guy like, yeah, I like this girl. You know, she's cool, but she's in a cult. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she tur- she turns her own butter. <laughs> Jeez, man, I can't believe this kid. We all saw the video where he was next to Chase and Waddle and all these guys. Yeah. He looked so scared and out he of place. Looked ter- he looked oh my god, he looked terrified. Oh, he's man. gonna crumble in New York. I promise you that. He's the biggest bust of the draft. I'm Who's so sorry. his biggest comp? I kept hearing people say he was like like Aaron, like a next Aaron Rodgers type. No. You wouldn't put that as a comp? Mobile with a with a crazy arm? I don't have a comp for him because I think he sucks. Okay. That's just what I'm going to say. Like I, yeah, that's fine. I'm pulling a straight-up dirtbag Dave. He's just not good. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> He's not good. <laughs> All right, Trey Lance went to the 49ers. I love this pick. The more I think about it, the more I love it. That offense is – I think anyone can succeed in that offense. I don't see how Jimmy Garoppolo failed so bad. I really don't get it. He didn't. Jimmy Garoppolo wasn't bad when he played, but he's always hurt. That's why they're going with another player. Like, he wasn't terrible. I know, Dave. I was just trying to get you. He only played one full season ever. The most other than that are six games. He's only played six. Yes, he's, he's been hurt a lot. And that's, if, why they, that's why they drafted someone. If he didn't overthrow Emmanuel Sanders. They won the Super Bowl. And then he's the hero, and he's still there. Cousins, cousins, cousins would have made that throw. That's all I know. 
Yeah, it was it was pretty interesting that it turned out to be Lance taken by the Niners. Not Mac Jones, not Justin Fields, Trey Lance, uh the twenty twenty breakout season where he posted a ninety point seven PFF grade and did not throw a single interception on two hundred and eighty eight passing attempts. He gets Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk as his wide receiver weapons. George Killett tied in, Raheem Mostert in the backfield. The Niners also addressed the O-line in the draft, getting Aaron Banks in the second round. This is an offense that ranked 14th overall last year and should be even better this year. Guys, Saquon's on the block. Oh, the God. Board. 65 bucks right now, guys. Oh, God. 65 bucks. Guys, I got to go. <laughs> got to go get Barkley. No, I think with Trey Lance, I think he's going to succeed because you got Ayuk, Debo, like we said before, Mostert. Kittle, like there's no you. You if nice you fail, young, you're nice just, young talent. If you fail, you're just terrible. Like that's just the bottom line. Then they take Trey Sermon later too. Yes, like they. Uh, that, that's crazy. The you already have offense is in, the, the whole offense is set up for success. Yeah, be a fantasy for years mine. for years to come. The offense seems like they're set up. We seen him go rookie pick one hundred two a couple days ago in one of our rookie drafts. That's where I would I would take him number two. So you you elevated him because it was funny all preseason. You're about you know. Your boy Wilson, 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 and just because of the yeah, draft I still spot. am. Well, I got Wilson third, but I like yeah, I like Lance, and he's got a better he's got a better supporting cast. So yeah, I like I like him uh, number two and Wilson third. Well, here's a guy I like over all of them, except for Lawrence, Justin Fields. Ooh, Justin Fields, that's lands. just terrible. Justin, You're an idiot. Justin Fields lands in a perfect spot, Chicago. It's gonna be Allen perfect Robinson. spot. Yeah, perfect That's spot. Terrible. How is that a perfect Dave, spot? Stop being biased. Stop. Okay. Stop it. You know what? You're right. My bad. He's <laughs> it's a great spot. Great landing spot. You know, I saw. You know, how, you know how that prolific offense is in Chicago. Always good point. My I mean, bad. He's got Allen Robinson. <clears throat> hey, got- this is that's my favorite part about today's episode. I was going to come on and be like, guys, I cannot wait to see the Bears' offense. Allen Robinson's going to go nuts this year after all my <laughs> after all my diarrhea soup talk. Finally, Allen Robinson is no longer stuck in the diarrhea soup offense. Darnell to the moon, Mooney, let's go. The Bears are about to go nuts. No, I definitely agree with that, Mooney. You got, like I said, Robinson. You have David Montgomery, who did not suck. Yes, he played terrible defenses, but he still didn't score a game under 10 points last year in PPR format. Justin Fields, plus he's fast. It's going to make the whole offense better. Dave just doesn't understand this. Previously, when I heard the word bears, I kind of like tuned out and fell asleep. Now, when I hear bears, if my ears perk up a little bit and I listen, I'm like, you know what? This I'm I'm a little excited to see what happens. And then they grabbed, uh, they traded up, they traded up again to grab Tevin Jenkins in the second to help the O line even more. So that was a good move. Dave, what do you not like about Justin Fields? Uh, he's the Ohio State quarterback, and they all suck. Oh man, I saw the graphic today that had the two circles. It's the charts that have the two circles that overlap each other in the left circle. <laughs> the left circle said shitty Bears quarterbacks. The right circle said Ohio State quarterbacks that have made it in the NFL. And then that little overlap, <laughs> the little overlapping thing said Justin Justin Fields question mark Like could he be the miracle baby that could come out of this? I guess we'll see. Hey Dave, and, uh, how what? many superstar oh. quarterbacks came out of North Dakota State? Next question. You're you're no. a fucking idiot. I'm just, no, I'm just asking. If you're if gonna, you're, if, if you're okay, just gonna, no, 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 no. <laughs> if you're just gonna base this strictly on where they went to college, you're an idiot. Oh, you no. may talk now. Good. No, didn't ones come out, come from there, right? And he was pretty good for one. Two. How many how many quarterbacks in general come from North Dakota State? So right now they're one for one with wins. Like is he not a bum? He is not great, but he's good. And how many Ohio State quarterbacks have come out? Literally almost every other year they have a quarterback come out. 
And how good is he? Terrell Tur- Tur- Pryor, their best quarterback that's ever come out? A fucking receiver? Stop. Just stop. You sound dumb. I like how <clears> Dave... <throat> how Dave masked you and put on the uh, success percentage rather than this success number. I like that. Yeah, yeah. One for one, baby. Let's go. One for one. Okay. Yeah, well, guess what? Ohio State's zero for a thousand. So pretty good. (laughs) Zero for a thousand. Oh, Dave, man. Dude, people are breaking the mold all the time, though. Used to be the Wisconsin running backs. Hey, listen. It could happen. Maybe he's good. I don't know. Maybe he's the guy that breaks the mold. I don't want to risk it. I don't think he's that good. I've heard other people talk about his throwing mechanics and this and that. And he's time to sit. And that's fine. You can take him. Maybe he's amazing. I probably won't take him. In a super flex, on where he falls in a super flex league, exactly. I was going to ask you, where are you taking him? Like six, seven, eight, nine? Probably after the other four quarter, three quarterbacks. Probably take him before Mac. And then I'd take him after Chase, after Harris, probably after Williams, after Waddle. You know, it's probably like eight or nine, ten, somewhere in that area, probably. We've seen him go higher multiple times. Yeah, I know, I know. I know that. Well, that's why I won't get him. Yeah, that's true. Dave, you got anything else to add now? Justin Fields? No, man, I'm ready. No, besides the Mac attack. You're going to Fat Mac, huh? Big Mac. Yep. All right, let's talk about Big Mac. Davey, what you got? Of course, Mac Jones falls all the way down the board in the draft right into Bill Belichick's lap because it's the Patriots, and when they bend over, rainbows come out of their assholes. The perfect pocket passer (laughs) and field general, Mac Jones, led every player in overall PFF grade last year with a 95.8 and was the most accurate QB PFF has ever graded when it comes to completion rate percentage. Jones joins the teams that just re-signed Cam Newton to one-year deal. It was my pleasure watching the Pats crash and burn last year while Brady was winning another ring in Tampa Bay, and I can only hope that being gifted Mac at 15 won't change that anytime soon. The wide receiver group here consists of Kendrick Bourne, Nelson Aguilar, and Kill Harry and Jacoby Myers. Still doesn't really impress anyone, but the two tight end sets featuring Henry Henry and Jonu Smith would be dangerous for any QB in that offense that ranked 18th last year. Dave, do you have anything on Mac Jones? No, I mean, I, I like him there. The Patriots needed somebody. Obviously, Cammy, like, you know, the future. Um, so I, I don't know a lot about him. It's kind of the same thing with Alabama quarterbacks. They ain't never really paying out too much. I mean, we'll see about Tua. Um, so I, I don't hate him. I don't love him. But I'd take him at the end of the first round. I'm yeah. guessing Mac <clears throat> doesn't start this year. I don't think Mac starts off the year, but I think he takes over week yeah, five, six. Yeah, he will. Do you like any? Cam sucks. Do you like any other wide receivers on that team that, if once once he takes over, that you would target to maybe be on your team? New England, yeah. Wow. Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry. John U. <laughs> the tight ends. Yeah, I mean, that's it. I mean, <sighs> Nelson Ken- Aguilar, Kendrick Bourne, Nelson Aguilar, and Kilharry and Jacoby Myers. It's so bad. It's that's a wasteland. Bad. It's probably yeah. it's the worst. Pathetic. It's the worst wide receiver room in the world, like ever, ever put together. I've never seen a worse wide receiver room ever in my life. I mean, Dave, have you? I guess Miami no, a couple and, years and, ago. I mean, listen, there's some bad ones, but like it's so bad. And the thing is, they paid you know Snaggler a bunch of money, and they paid that other guy a bunch of money. Like, Kendrick okay, yeah. whatever. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Um, I've said whatever. this before, and I'm gonna say it on record. I don't care what anyone says. I'm gonna sound stupid. Dave's gonna call me stupid, but I've said it, and I'm gonna say it here. Mac Jones will eat and drink himself out of the the league. He will be out of shape. He'll be worthless. He'll be useless. He's another bust. Give him two years, he's out. At Mac. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you see the way he treats his body now. And he's supposed to be in prime peak shape. Tom Brady was not in, like, 
physical great shape, but at least he didn't look like that. Max coming out week one looking like Big Ben. We're going to be like, what ha- What happened? That's the thing, though. Big Ben didn't look like that from day one. He, he like, just looks like that now because he's like, old. <laughs> Big Ben ate himself. Like He just kept on eating and eating and eating, and he's just big. But Mac isn't that kind of athlete. He's just not. He's going to be super unathletic and not watch. You'll be you'll hear reports. Mac Jones not in good shape in training camp. We'll all hear it. Hundred percent. Are you a Damian Harris guy? Do you think that this offense is going to try to run the ball a, a lot more this year? I'm a no Patriot running back yeah. guy. Dave, yeah. what about you? Uh, yeah, I don't want any of those guys. They're already they're never good anyways. And then like one of them will have a great game. And then for some reason, they'll just get benched. You, I guess they look at Belichick wrong or something. Who knows? And then Sonny Michelle will come in and have like a good game. And you're like, oh, cool. Oh, now he's benched. They're back to the – oh, now they're on the Burkhead. It's like, okay, I don't want any of them. Yeah, I'm looking at the – No, thank you. Looking at the roster, they still have – and I know I've there's been weeks these guys have come in and screwed us. Uh, Brandon Bolden, he's come in and lit it up before many times in the past. JJ, yeah. JJ Taylor, I remember him at least one game came in and was just all of a sudden really good and then went back to being a nobody again. Yeah, I have to agree. It's it's too it's too volatile that backfield. All right, we don't need to talk about Kyle Trask because he's not relevant. So Kyle Trash. Yeah, Kyle Trash. Let's move on to the running backs and let's lump them all together. So I think they're very different running backs. You got Harris, Williams, and Etienne. Yep. Out of the three, who hit the biggest jackpot? Harris. Harris. Best he has no competition at all. Uh, we know that they know how to produce good run. Look, I feel like his floor is what James Conner did the last couple of years, which is like low mid RB two or something. I think high RB two. Yeah, and that's his floor. Probably a high RB two. Like, yeah, yeah. Like he's that's like he's gonna he is Benny Snell, which Benny Snell gonna do take like five carries a game. That's fine. It's like someone has to give him a break. I think he's got no real true competition. He's gonna get two hundred fifty touches, probably minimum, starting out right off the bat. And I think he's in the perfect spot. Does our O line need to be better? Yeah, but that's okay. Like he's going to get so much work. He's going to be. He's going to be all right. Yeah, as everyone expected, the Steelers did manage to land uh, Harris with the twenty fourth overall pick. He was the first running back off the board. James Conner's gone. He Harris could quickly emerge as a top running back in the league. He's got the hybrid skill set the Steelers look for: big body but able to catch passes, kind of like Le'Veon Bell or Matt Forte. According to PFF, out of 75 catchable targets in 2019, Harris dropped only two. A perfect fit here and a fantasy stud waiting to happen, but like you said, my only concern is that the offensive line ranked 31st last year in run blocking, and no team averaged fewer yards per run play than the Steelers. I mean, I love Harris, too. We're all going to stroke him right now. I mean, I stroked him all preseason. I passed on him in many leagues this this year already because I think Javante Williams is going to have the best rookie season, and here's why. I know, I know, I know, Dave. I know. I love him too much. But let's say Aaron Rodgers. I'm playing hypothetical. Let's say Aaron Rodgers goes there. We've seen his success with his running backs, with Aaron Jones and with Jamal Williams. And this is kind of funny because, before you continue, the biggest comp that I kept reading for Javante Williams was bigger, stronger Aaron Jones. It's just going to be heaven with that offensive line and with that offense with Judy and Sutton and Fant. That'd be insane. And with Aaron, if Aaron gets there, even with Teddy, right? Like, I'm okay with that. I'm trying to put the pieces together in my head. I'm like, Shailene Woodley, she's kind of a hippie. She probably likes to smoke weed. Denver lets you smoke weed. Boom, they're moving to Denver. Boom, let's go. So, (laughs) Javante Williams, he might not have landed in the best spot, but I think he's going to have the most opportunity to score the most points just by he's a three-down back, just like Najee Harris is. He can catch the ball just like Harris. 
It's just I think he's in a better offense overall. I really do. Yeah. And plus, especially Denver, for, year, for years to come. And especially. Denver runs the ball. Pittsburgh, like you said, they're like 30, 31th in, in running. They just yeah. are. Yeah. So let's talk about ET real quick. Did, first of all, oh. did, did Melvin Gordon die? Like, <laughs> like I don't know. What, what are you yes. talking? Listen, I don't love Melvin Gordon at all, but he's going to be there. He's is this like his last year of his deal? I think they're going to probably run his legs off. And I think Javante Williams is going to have a great career. But I think in rookie season, which is what you said, I think that's easily Harris. And I would probably bet that. Um, not that not that I don't think Williams will be good. I think he will. But I don't know how you can say he's going to have a better first rookie year when Melvin Gordon's there. Yeah, I think so. I agree with that. Yeah, Melvin Gordon's there. But come on, what other, like every single, yeah. even ETN. ETN has to share the ball with. Yeah. It's gonna, exactly. It's That's why I think problem. Harris is the, yeah. is the best rookie season, easily. But do you think he might? <clears throat> we've seen people get the opportunity and it's not like Ceh. He had the opportunity by himself. But we've produce. we've also seen this with the Broncos for like the past ten years, where everyone gets hyped on the new Broncos running back and they don't do anything. Like oh, it's over and over and over again that this happens, right? No, yeah, you're right. I just, I mean, I wanted to happen I think so bad. Who, who was the one like two or three, two years ago, three years ago? Like there was one that just everyone was going nuts about, and I took him way too early, and he ended up just trash. Oh man, I don't even know if he's still on the team. They do it all the time, but they, yeah. they, the um, Mo- like Monty Balls of the group. Yeah, uh, yeah, they're all trash. <laughs> Monty Ball, God, Monty Ball was horrible. I just think Javon, like Javante Williams can score what the Bron- touchdowns? and the Broncos must have really like wanted him. I think he'll be fine. I do, but I just don't think he's gonna have the best rookie season when he's gonna have Melvin Gordon to compete with. But I think he'll be good. And yeah, now- I just I just think that the Broncos must have really wanted him. They they traded up. They purposely traded up right in front of the Dolphins Aww. in the second <laughs> and stole him. It was obvious that who they were gonna take as soon as they made that trade. Uh, Philip Lindsay's gone. Broncos were looking at giving Melvin Gordon that full workload, but. Uh, that yeah, that drastically changed when they drafted Williams. Williams, violent tackle breaking machine. He smashed PFF's record for the most broken uh, tackles per attempt. His ninety five point nine rushing grade was also the highest PFF has ever given out in a single season to any player. Being compared as a bigger, stronger Aaron Jones, Williams is the real deal. Yes, yes. Okay, let's go to Travis Etienne. Et was that a surprise to anyone in this room? Uh, yes, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> All right, now in another room on the phone line, Dave, was that a shock to you? ETN? Yeah, yeah ETN's uh, the Jags. A little bit, but I know people are – I see people that are like like blown out of their seats that like the Jaguars drafted a running back. And I'm like, why? Do you guys not have eyes in a brain and realize that the Jaguars weren't going to – weren't going to, you know, not find a replacement? Not that I don't think James Robinson was good because he was actually really, really good. But you got a new coaching staff. James Robinson was undrafted. Like these new guys always want to bring in their own guys. Like I, I, to me, it shouldn't have been a shock. If you had Robinson, you should have traded him at the end of the season. Like because these guys never pan out. Yes, Chris Carson did. It happens every now and then. Yes, I get it. It does. But like for the most part, these guys have one great year, and you have to get rid of them while you can, because the odds are they're not going to last for three, four, five years. So you get rid of them. ETN fits the system that Urban Meyer wants to use. He's a great pass catcher. Apparently, he's going to be the Kamara to Robinson's Latavius Murray. So, I mean, the Robinson's not dead, but I, I like I wasn't blown away when it happened. I was a little bit like, oh, okay, but not like when some people were like, oh my god, I can't believe they did it. I I saw something similar coming. So, it is what it is. Yeah, I thought I thought for sure they're going O line with that pick. I was like, they have like. 
I felt like they had to. And we had a couple O linemen slip down there. I thought like uh, Darisol, I believe, like kept falling and falling and falling. I was like, oh man, it's got it. Like they got to take some line, and they didn't. But yeah, the James Robinson Robinson thing that does kind of shock me a little bit. J Rob totaled over fourteen hundred yards and ten touchdowns last year. It's one of the only bright spots in that Jag offense. But uh, yeah, like you said, sometimes two running backs are better than one. I'm so upset. It's like <laughs> I loved him, but I didn't want him in there because I do like James Robinson. I do love rooting for the undrafted rookies. I love the Philip Lindsays. I love the Chris Carsons. You know, I wanted the story to keep on going. And who says it's not going to stop? You know, just because they draft ETN doesn't mean he's going to be a super stud. We've seen many, many running backs in the back end of the first round bust. Sony Michelle, mm-hmm. some would say Ceh, which are crazy. Uh, even uh, what's his what's his fuck the guy who didn't get his uh, thing today from the, Rashad Penny. You know, we've seen so many running backs bust back at the end of the first round. Rashad Penny, that was a terrible pick, by the way. <laughs> yeah, no shit. So, it, but, but so was Sony Michelle. Like in the back of the first, you know, it happens. I just don't like how everyone's reuniting with each other. Is this the NBA? Is the NBA turning into like is the NFL turning into the NBA? Waddle and Tua, Chase and Burrow, Etienne and Lawrence. It's crazy, right? It's really weird. It's crazy you don't talk on the mic. <laughs> <It's crazy>. <laughs> <laughs> all the all the reuniting is is really weird. It's I don't appreciate throwing it. me for a loop. It really fucked up my Chase going to Miami thing. Really messed everything up. All right, let's go to the wild. Well, actually, before that, we got to hit up Manscaped because we are there. Support for OUS is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision engineering tools for the, your family jewels. They obsess over their technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. We have an exclusive offer for our listeners and our listeners only. 20% off. Free shipping with the code OUS, capital O-U-S, at manscaped.com. We want to thank Manscaped because they're hopped on for a good old three-month contract. So go ahead and mm-hmm. buy up the Manscaped. Dave, did you get some more Manscaped, some more lotion? Did you run out of that ball deodorant? I have not yet, but I will be buying more when I'm out soon. So I'm telling don't you, worry. we work out I in the sun. I will be using that promo code. Me and you work out in the <clears> sun. <throat> we need it. We're, like I, I, I'm out because, you know, I'm just, just out. And I'm waiting for my package to come every day. Like, come home, honey, did the package come? Did the package come? Not yet. Hopefully, it comes tomorrow because my balls are dry. Oh man! As this, as soon as this, uh, as soon as this dynasty auction draft started up, I had to slap some on. I'll tell you what, because uh, <laughs> it was not a, it was not a, not a very dry sitch down there. Leftovers or the DMV or house cleaning or. Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, let's get into the wide receivers. Davey, who do you want to lead, with, lead off with first? Chase? Yeah, why not? Might as well. The number one wide receiver himself. Jamar Chase going to the Bengals. The Bengals really surprised me here by taking Chase and, like we said, reuniting once again. Uh, he gets reunited with fellow LSU QB Joe Burrow. After Burrow's season ended abruptly last year after tearing his ACL, I thought for sure since he was going to go O-line and go with uh, Oregon Sewell. Instead, they stacked the offense by drafting Chase. Chase posted a 90, 91.1 PFF grade in 2019, catching 20 touchdown passes, all of them coming from Mr. Joe Burrow. 
Chase joins and joins receivers Tyler Boyd and T. Higgins, as well as Joe Mixon, an offense that was ravaged by injury last year and ranked 27th overall. Thankfully, with the next pick, since he chose big man offensive tackle Jackson Carmen to help the line. David, your boy Chase, talk about him. I love it. I've got, I already took him number four overall in one of our drafts. Uh, I think he's going to be a stud. I tr- almost was able to swing a trade. Somehow he fell to number seven in one of my other drafts today, and I. I'm picking 12, and I was trying to give anything I could to get up there and get him. Um, I just I just love him. I think he's going to be great, so I, I want to get him everywhere I can. I think that back. I hate him. If you're in a draft <laughs> with me, don't worry. I'm not going to get him. Yeah, Chase Chase sucks. Go get Waddle. You know, leave, you know, you don't want Chase. No, Chase is elite, man. I love Chase. I got Chase in a, in a draft today. The good thing about rookie drafts and being so many dynasty leagues, I've gotten shares of Chase, Waddle, ETN, Bateman. Like, I've got them all so far. There's not name a rookie. I don't have him. Well, I don't have Lawrence yet. I don't have Lawrence yet. I will have him by next next month. But uh, I'm super excited for all these rookies, dude. I love Chase. I, I wasn't afraid of the year off. He's gonna be a stud. Yeah, I'm not afraid of the year off. He- I'm also not afraid of T Higgins. His value will not drop. Davy, stop worrying about it. I I'm, I'm worried. You. I'm worried about my boy T Higgins. Chase will be the big explosive playmaker. Higgins will be that possession catcher, and Tyler Boyd will be the chain movers. Don't worry about it. Okay. Dave, you agree? Yeah. Listen, they got we- they got weapons everywhere. They got Mixon, who, by the way, is going to be a monster this year. He's got three down back, and uh, Burrow. As soon as he's healthy, I love it. I love that offense. Now, can they block all the way? We'll see. And <laughs> can they play defense? I don't know, but uh, I love Chase, and I didn't really care where he went. I wanted him. Yeah, I do love Chase. I think after looking at all the receivers, they all have like these little asterisks next to him, except for Chase. Waddle is a tiny little fast guy. Smith is too small. Chase is just the prototypical wide receiver one. If you built one, he would probably look a lot like Jamar Chase. Guys, we got some action on the board. Zebby, Zebby just came in and stole Kamara from Sam. What? Ooh, it's only like two hours left. <laughs> oh, my God. It was like what an hour and a half left, dude. Was, I, can, I'm look, I have it loaded up right here. Uh, hour and a half left. Dude, Sam's going to be so mad. But Kamara was going for 55. But I even told Sam before we left, I said, Sam, Kamara's not going for 55. Yeah. People are going to wake up and finally log on. Oh, dude, I've been him up to 55, <laughs> and that means I could have got him at 56. Oh, But I stopped. Uh, no, not, nice. not with Zeb. Getting in there to get some action. Guys, auction startups are the best. We're sitting here all I didn't get any work done today. I I no, could have no, been, dude. I could have been off I by could two. I could have been o'clock. done at eleven AM and I didn't get done until almost like two. Well, first I was off literally on my phone the entire morning. It's my first league I'm commissioning where it's a dynasty and half the people First that, of all, who's commissioning? Who's commissioning? Who's 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 doing all the work? You, Me. I'm doing some work. I'm getting a hold of these guys. I'm doing, I'm doing some yeah. stuff. All right. Josh is like, yo, can you can you set up this one thing for me? Just this one thing. Yeah. I'm like, I go on and I literally have to set up the entire league. Everything's wrong. I'm like, you didn't do anything. He's like, got him. <laughs> I did nothing. You know what I did? You want to know what I did? I had a personal. Oh, you, know you literally couldn't set, even. You literally couldn't even set up their team names. We have five teams this morning. We're like. Who is this? Franchise, franchise eight, seven. franchise nine, franchise, franchise twelve, yeah. franchise eleven. <laughs> <laughs> we got this. This is the shit I deal with every day, guys. We started the draft at seven a.m. I think all nominations were finally put in around two o'clock p.m. Eastern time. It, it, was, was, it was like one o'clock when Davey finally put in his. It was, it was like right around ridiculous. one. Ridiculous! I was about to drive yeah. to this man's house and punch him in the face because I know we he literally there. died. I thought no, like, no, I know what he was doing. He, he was watching YouTube videos of this, these players on Call of Duty and not doing jack shit and ignoring us. That's what he was doing. 
Uh, like Davey, why haven't you not bit up uh, Saquon yet? That's what I need to know. Because I've been doing this damn podcast. I've... <laughs> <laughs> Are you not bidding as you go? Because I am. <laughs> I, not yet, no. I, 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 need, I take some more calculated approach for a first-timer. All right, let's get to ooh, Austin Eckler. All right, let's get to Jalen Waddle. Jalen Waddle, fast, explosive, Miami. This is I the thought right they already fit. had a Jalen Waddle though. Wasn't his name like Jakeem Grant? Get the fuck out of here, dude! The guy's no like hands. the same height, same weight, like same quickness. What happened? He has no hands. Oh, yep. But after the Bengals stole Jamar Chase, Miami was left with their choice of Waddle or Smith, and went Waddle, the Tyreek Hill clone. I put in little quotations to round out the receiving corpse, which consists of new addition Will Fuller. And he's going to break out any year now, Devontae Parker. So Tua reunites with Waddle in what was the 22nd overall offense last year. Plus, this dude is so savage, so focused on the NFL on that draft day. He doesn't even hug or high-five his family when he gets drafted. Now, that that's the kind of dedication you want right there. Dave, I asked you this question privately. Now let's, let's ask it publicly. Is it worse to be hated by your family or hate your family? <laughs> I don't know. Is there a worse? Like... If you and your family don't get along, then there's an issue. Like, that's all I know. Let's be honest. So. Aaron Rodgers' family hates him. Waddle clearly hates his family. <laughs> so which, you don't hug your family. It's the biggest day of your life, and you'll go. No, this is actually this furthers the conspiracy theories that Josh likes and how everything is fake because they had Waddle on TV today. I'm I'm sitting there. Well, I'm like, I gotta watch this real quick. Turn it up, and he said. The moment had already passed where he took the phone call, where he got up and celebrated with his family, where he was ready to like do his thing and celebrate. And the cameraman was like, oh, shit, we need to do that again. And he was like, wait, what? So he's like, oh, yeah, sit back down in the chair, grab your cell phone, pretend like you're taking the call and get up like you were just drafted and do it all over again. So they can't they have to even fabricate these storylines for TV. It's not a true story. You just made that up. No, 100 percent true. Look it up. Gave a, he gave an interview today on ESPN saying that it was a fake. It was they they basically had to reset it up like reality TV, basically, to make him go through a fake. Yay, I did it! Like thing. Wow. Yeah, but don't, I, don't, hey, I don't know if he was supposed to tell anyone that. That's don't, what happened. Don't tell Dave that because he thinks sports happened. are real still. So don't tell Dave that. You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> all right, all right. Waddle, waddle, waddle. Some people say he's better than Tyreek. Not me. Um, I think this is a great fit for Miami for Tua. They they love each other. They play together. They were they were a great combination in college. So Waddle, I seen him drop 108, 109 in drafts, rookie drafts. I don't like that. I think he should be a lot higher. Dave, how say you? Uh, at Waddle, right? Are we talking about Waddle. Sorry, I got I got sidetracked for a minute. <laughs> are you bidding, uh, are I, you bidding on players? I, I, maybe I am. Maybe I am. I, I just I just put a bit. <laughs> I'm just gonna let y'all know. I just put a, put a bid on J- J- Jefferson. Ooh, nice. Um, Waddle. Uh, no, I really like him. He's explosive. Miami. I mean, they just signed. Basically, what I think Miami did, which is smart, is they, yeah, signed. You know, um, Will Fuller. They, you know, drafted Jalen Waddle. They're giving these guys, these rookie guys, all these weapons. You know, they still got Devontae Parker. Gaskin in the backfield was really good. You got Miles or Jaseki. Like they've got weapons everywhere. Which is what I think these young QBs need. Um, so I don't know if he's going to have a great rookie season. I don't still love Tua, but you got weapons everywhere. So um, I mean, long term, I, I think he will be good. You know, Parker's going to in that in that that contract he signed here soon, and he'll be gone. And you know, even Will Fuller, he's only on a one year deal. Yeah, no, Dave, I definitely agree with everything you just said. So let's move on to Davy's boy. Mm. Well, it was Davy's boy for a second. He was my guy. And now he's my mortal enemy. Devontae Smith. 
<laughs> Tell us what you were thinking. Let's hear it. Let's Devonta let's fucking do it. It's a piece of shit, Smith. Uh, that's what I call him. Talk right into the mic for this one. The Eagles trade up to the 10 spot and steal Heisman winner Devontae Smith right from my clutches, right away from the Giants. <clears throat> Continuing the reunited game, Smith goes with former Alabama QB Jalen Hurts on an offense that ranked 30th overall last year after seeing Jalen Rager, Dallas Goddard, Zach Hurts, and Miles Sanders all suffer different injuries. All of those guys return to try and pick up a fight. In the F- NFC East in 2021, the Eagles try to replace Jason Kelsey by drafting Landon Dickerson in the second round to help the O-line. We'll see how that goes. And I was very upset with everything that happened from that moment on. It was one hell of a ride, man. Dave, I wish you were here. Well, actually, I wasn't upset from everything that I heard, happened. I heard it was uh, funny, fun to watch. I was upset at that moment because what the hell? The Cowboys and Eagles are just like, Fuck it, let's tag team the Giants. Like they totally, it was collusion, collusion. So I, I think about it as a roller coaster. He was riding up high, going, "We're getting Devonte Smith. We're getting Devonte Smith." Yep. And then free fall to holy fuck, fiery death. Then he's like, "Oh, going back up. Oh, we're getting a tackle. We, we're getting a tackle, baby. We're getting O line. We're gonna get O line." Like, oh yeah, Rashawn Slater was still there, right? and I was like, "Yes, here we go, Rashawn Slater." Like he was projected to go like eighth, ninth, maybe tenth, and I was like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna get Slater." Didn't get Slater. <laughs> I was going back down, back down the rails, and then all of a sudden I saw the trade come in with the with the, the Browns, right? And I was like, hell, or the Bears, and I was like, hell yeah, this is awesome. We got all those great picks. Like, this is going to be great. I can't wait for number 20 for when we get our pick. And then the pick came, and the pick is in, and it is Kadarius Tony. <laughs> Dave. Mr. Kadarius Tony. Okay, in Dave, Di- it was Dave's number one wide receiver prospect. I know it, Dave. And in, in our rookie drafts, Tony's going what? Late second round. <laughs> late second, yeah. <laughs> Does no one believe in this guy? Not even Giants fans believe in this guy. Well, listen here. I mean, let me. I can read the excerpt to you, and then we go from here. I admit the pick was a shock to me, especially as a Giants fan. Don't get me wrong; I absolutely love to see Gettleman trade down for the first time, securing that extra fifth rounder this year, as well as a first rounder and fourth rounder next year from the Bears, but. Taking Tony here was a bit of a reach. That really turns out not to be too true, though. Uh, today on ESPN, Urban Meyer did an interview that said he was 100%. Yeah, going- he wanted him at 25. Yep, he was 100% going to take Tony with pick 25. He couldn't believe he came off the board before that, uh, where the Giants got him at 20. Tony is not a polished receiver by any means. This is a standard dude that played quarterback wide receiver in high school, came out to college, didn't know really know where to fit in, got to the Gators, Started playing slot receiver, more of a gadget guy, um, but he's super dangerous once the ball's in his hands. <clears throat> Tony can he can stop on a dime, break an opponent's ankles with minimal effort. With Kenny Dollier, Sterling Shepard, and Darius Slayton staying committed as true route runners of the group, I'm just hoping Jason Garrett can actually like break open one creative brain cell in his brain and set up plays for this guy to be to to, to do his thing to to get the ball in space and score from anywhere on the field. He's got incredible balance and agility. I think best-case scenario, we're looking at Curtis Samuel from last year, especially the way that he was used in that running back gadget role. Can it happen? Curtis Samuel finished very high. I mean, mean, I don't think anybody expects him to have those numbers as a rookie. Yeah, no, just as a player. As a player, he's going to be that. He's going to be like, and I I think he could hit those numbers, probably not his first year, but that's just what kind of player he is. He's a gadget guy. He's actually the same height and weight as Curtis Samuel, ran .1 slower than Curtis Samuel. And Tony actually uh, had the highest broken tackle percentage for a wide receiver last year, which is pretty good. Pretty good. 
I mean, he said everything. I mean, it was a little bit of a, of a, of a not only say a reach. I saw some mocks that had him going late first round. It was a little bit earlier than I thought. Yeah, I thought. I think personally, I think Bateman's a better player. But um, you know, they have a different role. They got Galladay on the outside. You got Ingram up the seam until he drops the ball. You know, um, <laughs> you got Sterling Shepard. You got Slayton. So you got guys like that. But you don't have like a a little shifty gadget guy like he is. It's, he's just a different player. That I mean, I'm sure you have to get him in space. He's not a normal traditional receiver. But look at Percy Harvin. Like that, Percy Harvin was freaking amazing. He wasn't a traditional receiver, but you give him the ball. Like when he had the ball in his hands, you wanted the ball in his hands because he was going to make a play. Now I'm not saying he's Percy, but if he's close, like that's pretty good, dude. And so we'll see what happens. It's just it's just so on. Like we've seen these players, they're not relevant in fantasy football at all. So I see him as a non, maybe a good football player for the Giants. But I'm not going to own him in any league, anywhere, any format. He's just like a Tavon Austin who I don't want any part of. Simple. You might be right. Simple. Like he's. I think. I think it all comes down to coaching in that aspect. When you get, when you, when you, you're only your tool can only be as good as the person holding the tool. You know what I'm saying? And I am pretty scared about Garrett's lack of creativity when it comes to offense. I've never seen him take a little gadget guy and do anything with him that was impressive. You know, we never talked about Devonta Smith, right? What do you mean? Yeah, we, we did, did we? Yeah, we, we did. never talked except for we was right into Tony. Oh, did we? <laughs> right into Tony. <laughs> oh, he, was talk- he was talking about how he's pissed that they didn't uh, yeah. draft him. We talked about an irrelevant fantasy player for like the last 20 minutes, and we didn't talk about one of the most explosive players in the draft. Nah, he's little. He'll get hurt quick. Screw that guy. <laughs> Uh, Devontae Smith, Davey, talk, you have something written down. I know you do. Uh, I already went through the entire thing. All right, you went through the whole thing. Dave, do you believe in the height, the weight, all that bullshit? I'm not worried about the whole weight thing. I mean, if you're a playmaker, you're a playmaker. Is he going to get hurt? You never know. Like, it just depends on how you take a hit. You never like this guy could step wrong and his leg could break, like, or he could just never get touched because he's too fast. Um, that doesn't worry me. Uh, I think Hertz is going to have a good season. You know, assuming Rager, Rager is healthy, and you got Rager and you got Devontae Smith. You know, that's two you know big time fast guys. Uh, it's gonna be fun playing Madden with those guys. I can tell you that. Oh yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I wonder what the speed's gonna be on Madden and all that. Yeah, who knows between those two guys? Um, I don't know. I I I like him. I mean, he he's a top ten pick. They traded up to get him. But I kind of hope he's a bust, like all these other Eagles yeah. receivers. Does. Fuck yes. Philly. Yes. <laughs> you guys are the Fuck worst. This guy. You guys are the worst. <laughs> Let's move on to Rashad Bateman. Who love I love him. I love him too. I just, dude, I just oh God, I stole him today. Dave, did I not steal him today? Yeah, for two bobs, too. I don't, I don't understand it. I traded two late second round, two middle second round picks for <sighs> 201, 202, whatever it was. You got Rashad yeah. Bateman, got my guy. Super big, super athletic, super just he's gonna be you know when they sign Dez just for like Yeah, half he can be it. That's what they want. They want him to be just Dez. Go out there, run your little curl routes, catch the ball. That's all they want him to do. Hollywood's gonna he's stretch a, the He's field. a stud, man. I know. I really don't understand why some people are hating on like yes. Yes, you do. It's because of Lamar. Oh, yeah, I know that, but I'm gonna say we did not I'm not gonna compare him to Josh Allen. But we all thought Diggs, you too, thought Diggs was not going to have the season he had. Because Josh well, Allen nobody thought he was going to get 1,500 yards. Yeah, no, but, but no shit. But yeah. we didn't, well, I, I was predicting under 1,000 yards because Josh Allen. Yeah, it's because you're, you're an idiot. Yeah, because I'm a fucking idiot. But 
Bateman can do this for Lamar. <clears throat> he can boost up, what, get him an extra 800 yards passing because just his presence, because he can catch the ball. He's got he yeah, he catch needed, radius. Uh, the thing is with, with Hollywood, he's not like he's not Tyreek. He's not that guy. Bateman might be that guy. And then Hollywood could be the guy, you know, that takes off the top of the defense, which you need. It's great to have those guys. Hollywood had a good, like, little second half of the season. He wasn't bad. And I feel like if Bateman's a better player, which I think he is overall, um, that's gonna just going to help the offense. They also drafted another guy super late, Tylen Wallace. Like, they, they still got a great running game, probably the best running game in the league. You got Lamar, you got Dobbins, those guys. Like, they're, they're going to have a good offense, and I think Bateman's going to help him. Do I think his numbers are going to be as good as they could be somewhere else? No, of course not. But I think he can still be fancy relevant and give you wide receiver three production. I just don't see how he could be double covered anywhere. You have to account for the read option, <clears throat> Lamar running. Like, this guy's just going to power over cornerbacks and catch the ball. Like, it, this is what's going to happen. I don't see him being a big burner and getting these huge gains, like these huge, huge plays. Dude, let the guy catch seven, eight balls a game. It's not going to happen, but let the, let him do that. He's going to be a stud. I don't see they're stopping him. Plus, now they have another. Dude, what did we see two years ago when Lamar won the MVP? It was Andrews touchdown every single time. Now they have two options in the red zone. Hollywood's not a red zone guy. I mean, it's better than and this guy's an up huge upgrade from Millie Sneed. Huge upgrade from Millie Sneed. I think so too. Yeah, I, did I have, like it. I had Rashad Bateman and Elijah Moore above Kadarius Tony on my big board, but like you said, they're very different wide receivers. All right, who are we going on to next, guys? Is there anyone else that we want, need to talk about in the receiver group, Dave? Probably just Elijah Moore. We really need. I mean, to Elijah. Him. There's a lot of guys, but I know, but we're already at 50 minutes. We got to cover Pitts. The thing I was it's just popping in my head. The thing that scares me with Lamar and that pass game is that they just got rid of a Pro Bowl left tackle. Why? Because they he wasn't happy for whatever reason. Yeah, that scares me a little a bit. That's, it's never good to see a Pro Bowl tackle. Do you leave. have a paragraph written on Elijah Moore? I do not have a paragraph written on. Elijah Let's go Moore. to Kyle Pitts, Dave. Kyle Pitts. We've seen him at one hundred and two. We've seen him at one hundred and three. We've seen someone trade three first round picks to get Kyle Pitts. Is the hype real? Oh on. my god! I don't know. <laughs> I, I, honestly, it annoys me. It annoys the shit out of me. I'm not gonna lie. Like, I get it. There's hype, but holy crap, dude! Like, we'll see. If he literally has to be Tony Gonzalez, Shannon Sharp, all you know, Gronk, all wrapped into one for this for this to work out, he has to be. Uh, otherwise, you spin a super high pick on a tight end. That's you know just good to very good. I don't know. Um, he looks awesome. I like him in Atlanta's offense. I'm not going to lie. I do like that. Uh, do I want him to bust? Maybe because I don't have him at all. Possibly. <laughs> but maybe I'm jealous. I don't know. I just, the hype is like unreal with this guy, but maybe he's worth it. I guess we'll see. I don't know. Um, I know he was awesome in college, but we'll see. I, I do expect him to be awesome, though. I mean, I expect him to be awesome, too, but some people are saying he's going to be a tight end three right off the bat. Right I off- saw a guy today on Twitter say, he would take Pitts 101 or as the tight end one because in a year you won't be able to get him. And if he's right, then that's true. But boy, oh boy, man, like, wow. Okay, go ahead. Could that's you crazy imagine hype. like being in a rookie draft and you took a tight end over someone like Jamar Chase 
over Harris, over Lawrence. No, that's what I'm saying. But this guy's better be he better be awesome. We've seen people like this bust too much, I feel like. I feel like All we're the, the only haters in the whole internet, yeah, Twitter, podcast. I like, know I am. I know for a fact I am. I mean, I am stoked to see him that Atlanta offense. I definitely am excited to see that what how they pop off. But I I, I just have my doubts whenever like a tight end gets hyped this much. <clears throat> I have my doubts yeah. because it's a t- like you said, like it's a tight end. We see it all the time. But this guy's different. He's special. What's going to happen when they get rid of Julio? I feel like you just hear this so many times. Kellen Winslow Jr., since then it's happened like a, th- a thousand times I've heard this tight end story. I know. Yeah. I know. But no it's one's true. ever had the wingspan. No one's ever ran the 40. No one's ever done this. It's always something different. And I promise you guys, we're the only if – you, if, if you hate Kyle Pitts, you've come to the right place because none of us are buying it. We're not buying this bullshit. It's <laughs> Listen, literally not happening. I do think he's going to be great. I'm just tired of hearing it, honestly. Like, that's just like – they basically put him in the Hall of Fame already. It's like, whoa, guys, like, can he, can he play it down Let's get first? The bus like, ready. Wow. Get the bus ready. Yeah, he's young. like literally. Let's skip, so. let's skip Dynasty, go straight to redraft. Where is he going? Like, that's what I want to know. Where is – because we see Kelsey going the second. We're going to we see, see this guy going the third round. Is he going above Waller? Is he going? Yes. He cannot go above no, Waller. No, 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 not a, not a redraft. Is he's he's tight end at highest? He can't be higher than tight end four. Like Dave, people are can't. stupid. People well, that's are true. Stupid. People, people are stupid. But like realistically, you can't take him over Waller. You can't take him over Kittle. You can't take him over Kelsey. And not a redraft. In a, in a dynasty, maybe that's debatable. Let's hold the story. But in a redraft. Uh, <laughs> I, can't, I really I can't think, wait to see what happens in our league. I really think that the whole internet community is all in collusion and talking this guy up because people don't have 102 or they, they just want him to get picked so they can get their guy. 100%. <laughs> I'm believing this. Be. Dude, we saw someone trade. All right, I'm going to say it again. Three first round future picks for Kyle Pitts. I no. am looking at his PFF stats. He has a 96.1 receiving grade in a 0% drop rate. The dude literally didn't drop a single ball thrown his way. I mean, that's that's pretty that's pretty nice. Drops don't hurt you in fantasy football, as we learned last week. Oh, yeah, we already know that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, smart fantasy players know that. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. <laughs> oh, gosh. Are we, are we done? Can we wrap up? You, you tell me, buddy. I'm here. I'm done. I'm gonna. I think wrap that's up. it. I think we're All good. Right. It's been a long show. It feels like 55 minutes. It's been long because you made it long. I don't know how I did it, but okay. You can find us at Twitter, Josh Kimball OUS. It's Davey OUS and Dave. I have no fucking clue. Viking Dave 18. Viking Dave 18. You can find us on the Say It Again Network. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram. Just search OUS Fantasy Podcast, iTunes, Apple. Dave, is something going on over there again? My daughter, I hear her talking. Oh, hi, Ella. <laughs> nope, not her. Oh, just Google one of the other ones. Just Google one of the sexy teenagers. motherfuckers, and we come up. That's there you'll we find go. OUS instantly. <laughs> uh, I want to thank Manscaped for sponsoring the show tonight. Uh, please go get your Manscaped. It really, really, really helps out the show. The precision tools for those family jewels. Uh, you can also find us on Patreon, which I have not plugged in like two months. Patreon.com slash OUS Fantasy Pod. What are we selling on there? We're selling. Uh, nudies for the show. Tasteful nudes, <laughs> maybe. Tasteful okay. nudes. You know we're Tasteful having a, we're having a photo shoot, <laughs> like soon. barely covered ones. <laughs> we're having a football. I want to have like a fig leaf. Put the football right where you're. Oh yeah, yeah, that works. That, well, that's, that's 
That's oh, I'm grunky. in for that. That's a little girl. I'm a thousand percent in for that. <laughs> <laughs> Coming right, soon on to our social media. You guys got anything else to say? We're going to end the show later. later. Uh, you know what I have to say is I'm about to dominate this auction. See you, bitches. <laughs>